Hey there friends, it's Nick. So I think last week I mentioned that I've been reading this book, fascinating book called User Friendly. And if you remember, the book started with this kind of explanation of the nuclear disaster at Three Mile Island and this damning indictment really of the design of the control room of that <laughs> nuclear reactor. And I think I said that there were like 18 different meanings for a red light, depending on where it was lit up in the control room. And I think this book, there's some foundational stuff in it, which I think relates to one of the things I've ranted about quite often already on the podcast. I've talked about how <laughs> all of the world's problems, just to generalise slightly, all of the world's problems really come down to short term thinking. You know, and, it, and that, can, that might be um, climate change stuff. It might be, be political stuff. It might be health. You know, I can say this. As someone who's been overweight most of my life, that if you're overweight, in one sense, you are prioritising the short term pleasure over the long term consequences. And it used to drive me crazy. It used to drive me crazy how our clients, when I was when I owned the agency, before I sold it, when I ran the agency, how often our clients would be focusing on this highly short term thinking at the expense of their future success. And I mean, I've I've talked a bit about this, you know, one of the ways in which um, I've changed, I suppose, over the years is that I used to, to take the dumbest example possible, I used to, when I came back in from a game of squash or badminton or whatever, I would kick off my trainers or my sneakers without undoing the laces. I would kind of hand that problem over to future Nick. And one of the things that happened as a result of, of becoming older and kinder to my future self is that I now undo the laces. I now take the, I take that effort into the present to, to do something nice for my future self. Anyway, the point is this book, one of the foundational ideas of user-friendly design is, is around feedback. You know, when the guys in the nuclear bunker at Three Mile Island pressed a switch they might not necessarily get immediate feedback about what whether the thing that they'd done had had the effect that they hoped. And if we contrast this now with your websites, with your smartphones, with the apps on your smartphones, you know, when you tap something, when you scroll a page, you get immediate feedback, which not only shows you if the thing is working, but of course it shows you if the thing is not working. And I remember this, there's a really good example in my head at least. I think in about 2002, I bought my first digital camera. Prior to that, like everyone else, I'd had film cameras where you you took some photos, you bracketed the, the film, maybe if you knew what you were doing, which I didn't really. You'd send them off eventually, when you'd used up the whole roll, you'd send them off to the lab and then they'd come back and you'd see whether they were any good. <laughs> and very often they weren't. But contrast that with taking photos of our then year and a half old son when using this new digital camera where I could see exactly what I'd got straight away on the screen on the back and I could see what happened if I focused on this piece of the scene or that piece of the scene and I could get immediate feedback and of course I could delete it if it wasn't any good and take another one. The reason I'm bringing this up is because feedback changes behaviour and I, and I talked I think a couple of weeks ago about some slight frustrations with some of my some of my clients who for for good reasons probably 
well, I don't know, maybe, maybe good reasons, but copy, when I write copy, draft copy, it's, it's rarely urgent for those clients. And one of the things that drives me crazy still is the, the, the lead time between me providing a draft and actually getting some feedback. And one of the things I'm working on specifically at the moment is how can I increase the, or decrease, I should say, the feedback time. So for example, yesterday, I sent some copy to a client and told them explicitly that I had blocked out time today to, to go over their feedback and it worked. So this is something I'm going to be testing now with, with other clients. And, um, we all need to find these things, right? One, one of the things that's happened this week for us in our tiny cottage is that we've finally had a smart electric, electric meter put in, um, Oh, this isn't my office this is on the other side and you can actually see what power we're using what electricity costs on a moment by moment basis and we can already see how it's changing behavior in fact i think i'm going to get extra electricity smart meters installed in both the kids bedrooms so that when <laughs> when they're home they can also see what's going on with power anyway this is the point when we can, if we start to think about how we can shorten these feedback loops, we actually save ourselves, our future selves, from a lot of the consequences, I think, of, of short-term thinking. If I, could, if I could see how much the cream cake or the packet of crisps was going to stay, it would make a difference. Last night in a restaurant, we went out for my wife's birthday, and for the first time, I think, I actually saw a menu where the calories were actually right there on the menu and it changed my behavior. It changed my behavior. And part of that is because it gave me a kind of a feedback, a short feedback loop. When you realize that the starter has as many calories as the main course, you have to think again, at least you do if you're 52 years old. Right. That's it for me. Thank you for listening. Remember that your story means business. And if you want to dig deeper, into the stuff that I do, search online for story.business. Bye now.